0: In the days we are living in, it's incredibly important that we take care of our immune systems so they can take care of us. In the past couple of years, have you lived in fear over your health, wondering if your body will take care of you? Well, I believe we can take control of that fear by taking control of our health from the inside out. It's not about putting a band-aid on the situation. It's about getting to the root of the problem and working to create health-fueled bodies so we can enjoy the life God has given us. He wants us to be well so we can do what he's called us to do. Creating lasting and natural immunity does take work, but it's worth it. I'm working on bettering my own immune system right now. So I wanted to bring on an expert to chat with us about a few different ways we can get our health in control so we can feel good and have the energy to fulfill our given roles and calling. Connie Bendixson helps women establish diet and lifestyle habits that lead to wellness in spirit, soul, and body. She's passionate about making healthy eating simple, nutritious, and delicious. She offers an online course called Wellness Warriors, and is the host of the soon-to-be Paste and See podcast, designed to nourish people who are hungry for hope, thirsty for truth, and long to know Jesus better every day. So let's step into the fire with Connie. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. Hey Connie, thank you so much for joining me on Red Hot Mindset, I'm so glad to have you here today.
1: Great to be here Gabe, thanks for having me.
0: Yes, and I think it's so fun because I actually met you through the course that you provided back in 2020, like right when the pandemic hit. And um, I just loved it. I loved learning from you, so I knew I had to get you on here so my audience could hear as well some of the expertise and the wisdom that you have when it comes to nutrition and living healthy and having a healthy immune system. But before we get started and before we get rolling, I'd just love for you to share just a little bit about you and your family so we can get to know you better.
1: Sure. Well, I have a family of four. My husband and I have been married for 33 years. We were high school sweethearts. So we got married halfway through college and and we've had a great life together with our two kids who are now young adults. Um, I was a homeschool mom all those years and now my oldest is 25 and my son, she's a My oldest is a daughter, (laughs) Ashley. She's 25, and my son, Jake, is 22 now. So we're kind of into a new season, but um, you know what? I've always said every season is wonderful and exciting, and so same with with where they're at now. So
0: So when did you first become interested in healthy living?
1: Well, it really began... uh, Probably when I really got interested was when I became a mom, which I think happens for a lot of us. We suddenly realize that we have created a another human being, and we want to take the best care of them that we can. And so I'd started getting interested a little bit before that, but that really and you know, all kind of pushed me over the edge. And once I started reading and understanding about the power of nutrition, I was just captivated, and I um, actually started. Like I was so enthused about the power of food that I created this little curriculum and I invited all my neighbors over and I'm like, you have to, you have to see what food can do. I was just like, I mean, now it seems obvious. And I think, you know, anybody who's sort of into health now realizes that. But back then, you know, that was many, many years ago now for me, um, it was a whole new revelation. And so that just got me started on this road to you know, building health through good food choices.
0: So what I love is that square root wellness isn't really just about physical health, but you also incorporate some spiritual and mental aspects as well to have, have a full out mind, body, and soul. Can you talk a little bit about that and why it's important to be well-rounded in all those areas?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, our physical food is really important, but that's only one aspect. What we feed our minds you know, when you talk about Philippians 4, 8, whatever is good and praiseworthy and excellent, think on these things, right? It's like the way we think is the way we're going to act. And so we want to fill our minds with good things and good relationships. And then spiritually, you know, feeding from the word of God is the most important thing we can do. And that's where we get revelation from and And that should be informing our minds, then our minds should be informing our bodies. So it shouldn't be this lust of the flesh to just eat whatever we want and not take care of ourselves. But it should be coming from the truth of God's word into our minds and then flowing through to our bodies. And so all of those three parts of us are super important. And yeah, it's really can't have health unless we're healthy in all three of those areas.
0: I love that. I love that you incorporate all three because they are all equally important. And um, obviously today we're talking about the health side, the physical side, uh, because the past couple of years, the buzzword really has been immunity. Um, But I also fully believe that we can take control of our health if we want to. Uh, Like I had mentioned earlier on in this episode, in the beginning of 2020, I took your wellness warriors course, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And I really loved it. Um, I guess I just had time to relax and focus on it as well because we were in the middle of um, not being able to do anything, but it really helped me to get on track and understand how to treat health as a lifestyle and not as a have to. I think that was one of the biggest things that I took away from that. Um, and I've, I've always been really good on the exercise side. I'm an avid runner. I love running. I love exercise, but the nutrition side has always lacked. Um, people on the outside would say, oh, you're so healthy. And I'm like, well, I guess you you, you can look healthy and you can be not healthy. Right. And, um, so I just want to talk about the first of the three important keys to taking care of our immune system. What would be your first tip for us?
1: Mm -hmm. Well, the first tip would be whole foods, you know, like getting in the good foods that our bodies need in order to create health. So, um, 70% of our immune system is actually in our gut so the food that we're putting in there is is super important and our immune system is really an interactive network that protects our body from foreign things and so keeping our gut healthy is important but even more important than that is the, the fact that our body is made out of the food that we eat. In fact, I've, I saw a quote at one point that said 98% of our body is made out of the food we ate last year. And that sort of puts it in perspective like, wow, I mean, you know, our body's regenerating all the time and it's using the food that we eat in order to make the muscle and the tissue and all of the things and as well as our immune system. So the first thing I would say is um, make sure you're getting lots of fruits and vegetables every day. If you can, like five to, different, five to 10 different fruits and veggies every day. When I make a plate of food, I like to see like 75% of that plate filled with all kinds of colorful fruits and vegetables. Um, they contain polyphenols, which, you know, those promote immunity and um, activate signaling pathways that initiate an immune response. So you're getting, you know, lots of benefit from fruits and vegetables. But when we talk about immunity, that's one of the things. Um, But also we get fiber and all the things that make our bodies run. The better our bodies are running, the better our immune system is going to work. So the first thing would be colorful fruits and vegetables. The second one would be um, high quality protein. So you know you hear a lot of those buzzwords and if you've ever looked into an egg case you can you just like ah there's so many different choices what do i what do i pick well i'm going to tell you the, the most important thing would be pasture raised cuz that means that if chickens are actually outside grazing in grass and eating bugs and and plants and things like that and that you know makes a difference you, it, eggs might look the same um, on the outside but that doesn't mean that the the nutritional value is the same on the inside. It all depends on what they've been eating. So you want to look for pasture raised and fed either organic or non-GMO feed. And That's going to give you the highest quality eggs. Um, grass-fed beef, again, cows that are grazing outside, that's their natural diet, the way God created them, and that's going to give them the best Um Profile as far as like the fats, you know, you want they're going to have a lot more omega threes if they've been eating grass um, than if they've been fed corn, which is genetically modified and it has a lot of omega sixes in it. So um, you want to look for pasture raised, non-GMO eggs, grass fed beef, pasture raised poultry, so chicken, turkey, um, and again fed a non-GMO feed. Um, or organic. All organic feed is always non-GMO, but sometimes you can have non-GMO feed that's not organic, and that's still very high quality. And then last, I would say wild cod fish. So you want to avoid the farm-raised because it's much more polluted, um, and go with the, the um, wild cod fish. So that kind of rounds out the, the nutritional. So you want lots of fruits and veggies, high-quality protein. And then some healthy fats too, so avocado, coconut, um, olive oil, or olives, coconut milk, um, all those kinds of things that you could, you know, you can incorporate into a smoothie, or you can sauté with coconut oil, or drizzle your roasted vegetables with some avocado oil, things like that. But your body does need good high-quality fats even to absorb some of the other nutrients like vitamin D. We'll talk about that later. Um, So those three things, you've got your veggies, your high-quality protein, your fats. And then one other thing I'll just throw in is bone broth is really, really nourishing for your gut. And again, that's where a lot of your immune system resides. So... Um, making some bone broth after you've had maybe a whole roasted chicken that's gonna draw out some of those minerals and the amino acids that are gonna um, help your immune system stay strong.
0: So uh, before we move on, I have a couple questions. These are questions that are uh, like when I started this journey, I had these two because I'm going, okay, well, I love sugar. <laughs> a sweet tooth and if it were up to me that's all I would eat was sweets if I had to choose right sweet or salty Uh Um, so how do we satisfy that sugar craving um, with
1: eliminating the sugar Mm -hmm. yeah that's a great point actually that was the next point I was going to make was to talk about sugar and how we need to decrease that sugar Um, because it's so inflammatory and it's addictive as we all know um, and it leads to insulin resistance, which, you know, plays a part in some suppressing our immune system. So it is a super important question. Um, how to actually do that? I mean, it, it takes some effort, obviously, to get off it. it. It's said to be more addictive than cocaine is, actually. So if anyone has ever tried to get off sugar, you know how difficult it can be. But it also so important for our immune system because it really suppresses So I would say, you know, a lot of people talk about, you know, replacing refined sugar with honey and maple syrup. And those definitely are better choices, but they're still going to operate in your body as sugar. So I think it just takes, you know, weaning your taste down. Like, for example, um, yogurts tend to have a lot of sugar in them. You can get less sugar or no sugar yogurts. Um, but sometimes going from a full sugar yogurt to a no sugar yogurt, it's like, ah, I don't like this. So maybe buy both and then mix them together. And so you're weaning yourself down and you then you can kind of develop a taste. Um, once you get off sugar, your taste buds will change and things will t- seem that you used to enjoy will seem way too sweet. And you won't even really want that anymore. So I'd say you just have to really make a concerted effort to do it and then, um, you know, wean yourself down and eventually you'll get there and it'll be good. And not to say you can't enjoy a treat. I I, um, I differentiate between snacks and treats. So snacks are those foods that you eat in between meals. And not to say that's a great idea, but if you have kids or you do need something in between meals, you know, think of it as you still want a nutritional, it's a nutritional endeavor, right? Whereas a treat is more like you're celebrating a birthday or you're you're at a wedding or you're having a celebration of some sort. It's okay to have a treat once in a while and you're not going to get addicted having, you know, sugar once in a while like that. That's okay. Um, It's just when it becomes a habit and then that's the norm that you end up having problems.
0: Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. And I've been working, this is um, full exposure I have been a sugar addict, and I've been working. On it. I've gotten good at it. I still like my chocolate, so I have my dark chocolate, but much better than I used to be. So I can definitely relate and and say that it does it does take time, and mm-hmm. but I, you do start. Now that when I have like an an all out treat, like I used to, Mm -hmm. it does taste really sweet compared to what I used to. So that's pretty cool. So I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. It sounds like, and (laughs) keep eliminating. Absolutely.
1: And dark chocolate, I eat dark chocolate every day. I mean, if you look at the amount of sugar that's in dark chocolate, it's very low, very low. I mean, less than ketchup way less than ketchup. So and it has a lot of good properties. So I'm all in favor of dark chocolate.
0: Okay, so what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna start melting dark chocolate and putting it on anything I would use ketchup. No, I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> anyway. I love it.
0: Oh, dear. Okay. And then as, as far as like the whole foods as well. So one thing that I absolutely hate is cooking. And I hate prepping. I just hate being in the kitchen. Um And I'm sure that someone out there is like me. And me, I mean, we're all living productive lives. We all have full schedules. Um, what, how, how do we do that? How do we be able to incorporate all these fruits and veggies? Obviously you have to wash them and you have to cut them and you have to do all the things, um, and limit the time that we're in the kitchen. Do you have any tips for us on that?
1: Well, one of my favorite things to do is batch cook. So, I will make a huge, maybe two pans worth of vegetables. If I'm if I'm making sweet potatoes or potatoes or any other veggie, I'm making a ton of it at once because that means that I don't have to cook for the next few days. Um, you know, if you have a whole bunch of roasted veggies ready, you can saute them, throw a couple eggs on them, you're ready to go. Um, so I would say batch and if your kids are still at home, enlist their help. I mean, it's great to be training the next generation to be in the kitchen and chopping with you. And it makes your workload once they're trained and you know ready. At first, it takes more time, but it's worth the effort because then you have some help in the kitchen too. But I love leftovers, You know, making a big pot of soup and having leftovers. That just limits the amount of time that you'd have to be in the kitchen every single day.
0: Yeah, that that's a really great tip. And I actually do that with meals like my dinner meals. I definitely do prep either. Um, I made make extra and freeze it or I make extra for leftovers. So I just have to think about doing that with the veggies and things like that, too. So that's that's really good to know. Yeah. Um, so let's see what else it, when it comes to nourishment with our nutrition. Is there anything else before we move on?
1: Um, well, when it comes to the immune system, there are just a few herbs that I would highly recommend. Garlic would be great. Um, with garlic, you want to chop or crush it and let it sit for about 10 minutes before you eat it, because that's going to develop this allicin content and make it even more potent for you. Um, ginger is another great one. It's anti-inflammatory, and antibacterial, antiviral, anti-cancer. Um, you can add that to a smoothie, you can grate it into a stir fry, you can juice it and make it into a tea, um, all kinds of ways to incorporate it, but it's, um, it's very powerful. And then turmeric, which is another um, herb that really is those same things, those same properties with anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antiviral. Um, one way I like to use that is sprinkle it onto cauliflower and roast it, and that is really good. And one thing you will need to know about turmeric, though, it is you'll have, be, have more absorbability of those compounds if you add some fat and just a little bit of black pepper to whatever you're doing with it. So when I make my cauliflower, I drizzle it with some avocado oil, and I um, put the turmeric on there with a little bit of black pepper. And then you've got a really healthy, you're not only getting the vegetables, but you're getting those those good herbs on there too. And then the last thing I would mention in that category is elderberries. If you've ever made elderberry syrup, that's something that's really great to have on hand, either as a preventative or as something that you take if you feel like something's coming on. And that's just a matter of boiling the dried berries, and I usually add some cinnamon and some ginger into that as well. And then you add some good local honey in there. And you've got a great, um, you can just take it right off the spoon each day, like a tablespoon a day for an adult, or mix it into some hot water and have it as a tea. So another great option for sort of a home remedy.
0: I love that. Actually, I do, I just started making my own elderberry syrup. I used to have somebody who made it for me because I was yeah. like, it's too hard, it's too complicated. I don't know. Yeah. It's actually super easy. So, um, I'll link a recipe that I use, but I use my Instapot for it and it's way easy. And I, you can find the elderberries really just on like Amazon or wherever, and they come to you and they're dried and all that. But I actually made it for my dad, um, when we went to Minnesota over the holidays, Because I was like, you need to start drinking elderberry syrup. Water is one of those things that I'm really good at as well. Like I always have my water bottle. I mean, I feel naked without it, really. Um, So it's a habit I've created. But um, what is what is it about water that would help our immune system?
1: Well, our body just does not function in general without being hydrated, and so super important to you know have for generally for women, you're going to be looking at a couple quarts of water a day. So if you take your weight divide it in half that's the number of ounces that you need each day but it's going to be somewhere in that neighborhood and just you know we just need to have water on board so that you know our body's made out of I think 60 or 70 percent water and nothing works the way it should if it doesn't have the hydration so yeah super important and super easy to do it's free and it's just really it comes down to developing a habit around um, making sure that you're getting enough. You know, you could take two quart jars and fill them up right away in the morning. And that way you're making sure, especially at the beginning when you're not, you're not really sure how much water you're consuming, that can really help to kind of get you started.
0: Yeah, I love that. And if you have that in kind of your morning routine and create a habit of that, just right away in the morning, you get up, you do your thing, get that water, Then you see it throughout the day and you can really see, oh, I didn't drink enough or you can see it. And so that's really great. Now, we've established that whole foods are important and you've given us some really great things to think about. Um, How about supplementation? Where does that come into play? Is that a need? And if so, are there certain ones we should focus Mm -hmm. on?
1: Yes. I mean, there's all kinds of supplements, as we know, but I'm just going to talk about three today, three basic ones that I think are really key for the immune system. Um, One of them is vitamin C. And when this whole pandemic began, I really um, started digging into vitamin C even more than I had been before. And it is such a great preventative. It supports healing of a plethora of infectious diseases, including, which I was surprised to find out, but it's it it can help with polio and measles and mumps and tetanus, as well as cold and flu. And there's a book by Thomas, Dr. Thomas Levy called Curing the Incurable. And it's not necessarily a fun read, but if you really want to see the power of vitamin C, I would suggest picking that up and taking a look at it. Um, Humans do not make vitamin C within their bodies. So we have to get it from either food or supplements. And, you know, therapeutically, you're not going to be able to get it from food. Um, But your body uses, the more, the sicker you are, the more your body needs. And so when something's coming on, Um, that's my first go-to actually I take vitamin C every day and there's two forms that I would recommend. One is, um, sodium ascorbate, which is just a powder and you can put that in your water. I just have a very clean, um, that's all it is that's in there. There's no fillers or anything. I just throw it in my water. Um, I do drink some water that doesn't have that in there throughout the day too, but it's an easy way to work vitamin C into your life. And you want to take that um, up to, you can take it up to bowel tolerance, meaning if you start to get loose stools, then you know you've taken a little too much. It's not, it's not really dangerous. It's just then you know, okay, I probably don't need quite that much. Um, that's going to be anywhere from 4,000 to 15,000 milligrams a day. And so, um, you know, you're probably not, If if you try to get to that point, you will. But if you're taking just a, you know, two or 3,000 milligrams a day, you're not probably going to get to that point. I take somewhere between two and 4,000 a day, personally. Um, And then the other form is called liposomal vitamin C. And that is very much more absorbable. Now it's going to be more expensive, but it's sort of a gel form. And that's great to have on hand. I take one packet of that in the morning right away. Um, But if you didn't want to take that every day it's just really good to have on hand in case you do end up contracting something because it's more powerful so those are the two that i like to have on hand at all times and like i said the the more sick you know if you have a flu or a cold or something your your body's going to require more and so you can just continue to add more in while you're fighting something off so the second Vitamin that I would like to mention that I'm sure everyone has heard about because it's been in the news all over the place, but vitamin D is being very important um, for our immune system. And it's often called the sunshine vitamin because it's really it's actually a hormone that's made from cholesterol when we get sunlight on our skin. So that would be the natural way to get it. Unfortunately, most of us don't get enough sunlight um, throughout the year. And so we really do need to supplement it. Every cell in our body has vitamin D receptors on it. And so it's super important, you know, for our whole body to have it. Forty-two percent of adults are deficient in vitamin D. And that number even goes higher for like Hispanics. are deficient and African-Americans, 82% because of their darker skin. So, you know, it really is a problem and it's very simple to test it. It's a simple blood test. You know, you could either have it tested at your doctor or you can get a home kit and just prick your finger and send it in, but you want to optimize your level. So um, you want it to be somewhere between 60 and 80 and a lot of people are not at that at that place. And so that's where you want to be supplementing. And the test you want is a 25-hydroxy test. And then you want to supplement until you get into that 60 to 80 um, range. So I take about 5,000 IUs a day. Um, some people need to take even more than that. But again, it's it's finding that sweet spot of optimizing it versus... Other things where you're just, you know, knowing how much you should take all the time. This was more like get that level up and that's going to protect you from a lot of things. Some foods, the really only, the only food source that has any value would be cod liver oil. (laughs) So not too many people enjoy taking that. Um, So I would say you just need to supplement it. Yeah,
0: that makes sense. I have taken cod liver oil before. It's nasty. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yes, I have too. (laughs) Okay, and the last one would be zinc. Um, Again, that one is, um, you know, most of us think of if you have a cold, you take zinc, and that can shorten colds by 33%. I take about 30 milligrams a day myself, and quercetin can help the absorbability of that. I don't take that on a normal basis, but they kind of pair together really well. So vitamin C, vitamin D, and zinc would be the starting point for supplementing for your immune system.
0: Okay, yeah, I like it too because it's simple. It's not like, oh, you have to do all of these things. It's just a few things. Yep. So yep. Um, if if we were to add one of them first,
1: which one would you recommend? I would say vitamin D and vitamin C. probably those two would be my first two things. And that's really, really simple, you know. They're readily available just about anywhere.
0: Awesome. That's very cool. So let's move into lifestyle because um, I know that you've talked a little bit about different ways that we can take care of our immune system just by everyday life, what we do. So outside of nutrition, um, let's, let's talk about that. What, what are some of the tips that you have for us there?
1: Yeah, the lifestyle ones are actually, I mean, they're all, all of these things we've talked about are important, but these sometimes can sound too simple but they really are key and they're powerful. So number one would be movement, Um, getting outside, ideally. I mean, you are really good about this. I mean, as a runner, you're out there getting your movement in every day. Um, But for those of us who aren't runners, I would recommend get out there and walk. I mean, you have the benefits then of you're moving, you're walking, you're getting fresh air outside, you're getting some vitamin D. And Um, if you add in walking with a friend, now you've even added in another aspect of health, which is, you know, having relationships and, and if you can give her a hug, then you got vitamin H. We're going to talk about that too. So getting outside and walking is excellent. I love to rebound. It's a little mini tramp that gets your lymph system moving and it's fun. You can put on some music and that's another great way to get some movement into your day. And another quick and easy one would be there's a four-minute workout on YouTube by Dr. Zach Bush. And that's another one that you can just do throughout the day. Once a day, three times a day, put it on with your kids. Um, Just some simple things to get going. But um, I just think walking is probably one of the best things we can do for our health, get moving. So that's number one. Number two would be sleep. You know, I think a lot of us sometimes, especially if you have young kids, you um, maybe are short-sighting or, you know, shorting yourself on sleep. And that's really not a good thing to do when it comes to immunity, because our bodies heal when we're sleeping. And they also produce infection-fighting substances at that time, um, antibodies and cytokines during when we're sleeping. So... We don't want to short ourselves on sleep. Um, there's a study that measured sleep in 164 people for five days, and then they exposed them to a cold virus, and they found that the people that were sleeping less than six hours had four times they were four times as likely to develop the cold. Wow! So sleep is really super important, and I want to encourage people to you know make that a priority. Set yourself a bedtime and just get into bed and, and sleep because, you know, I mean, we know, we all know what we feel like too. when we don't get enough sleep. It's just hard. You're slogging through the day, the next day too. So there's so many more benefits to it, but it really, you know, from an immune perspective is very important. Mm-hmm.
0: I like sleep. So that one's not so hard. To I don't sleep well, but I do sleep. <laughs> yes.
1: Yes. Yes. And I've actually, when, when we talked about vitamin D there, I've, was listening to someone talk about the importance of vitamin D for sleep too. So optimizing those levels could help your sleep as well. And then the third one is a big one, but managing stress, which, you know, when you throw that out there, it's like, well, that's a huge topic. And how do you go about that? So I just want to share a few things about, you know, bringing our stress level down, which we've all been under a lot of stress these last couple of years. And, you know, what can we do to lessen that because stress definitely weighs on our immune system and brings it down strong correlation between psychological stress and immune function so number one i would say is be in the word okay when we can get in and hear what god is saying to us um he will keep in perfect peace those whose minds are stayed on him are fixed on him that's isaiah 26 3 and come to me, all who are weary, and I will give you rest. That's what Jesus says to us. So that's our starting point to get to know and trust the Lord more and more every day. Have conversations with Him in prayer, and you know, journal. I love to journal, and just you know, sometimes when you just talk it out, write it out, it just it brings peace as well. So that'd be the number one thing. The second thing I would say is breathing. And I find myself doing this a lot throughout the day, just breathing in for four counts, holding it for four counts, and then slowly exhaling for eight counts. And that just is a good tool to have in your toolbox, because it can really just bring down the stress level right in the moment. So if you haven't tried that, I would encourage you to do that. If, if you're ever feeling stress kind of come on you, anxiety, really try to implement something like as simple as that and see if that can help. Um, The third one would be silence and solitude. And solitude meaning being alone with our own thoughts. We are so inundated now um, with just, you know, we can have something talking at us. 24-7, unless we're very careful about getting, you know, turning it off, unplugging, especially turning off the mainstream media. Um, You don't want to be filling your mind with fear. And that is a lot of what's coming out of there. So, you know, spend some time in silence or with some soft instrumental, you know, worship music on that kind of a thing. because. Um, again, it goes back to Philippians 4, 8. What are we filling our minds with? We want true and honorable and right, pure, lovely, admirable, excellent, and worthy of praise. And that's going to, you know, diminish our our stress level. The uh, things that we're, you know, filling our minds with is how we're going to think. And again, we want to be filling them with our minds with good things, not all of the the bad news that's out there. Not that we don't want to be informed, but we can really go overboard on too much information. And so that leads to the next thing, the calm music. I kind of mentioned that already, but some instrumental music, some classical music, it just kind of can set, create a mood within your house that's calming and relaxing. And so that's another tool in your toolbox and then reading um there's a study that was done at the University of Sussex that said reading a book for just 6 minutes can slow your heart rate ease mus- muscle tension and reduce stress by 68%. So yeah, I know, isn't that amazing? So, you know, getting back to reading. I mean, sometimes I think because we're constantly scrolling and looking at our phones, Sometimes books have gone by the wayside and I really tried to reincorporate that in my own life, especially like right before bed, you know, having an hour to just read a good book. Um, I don't know if, if you've read Redeeming Love, but they're coming out with a movie in January and that is one of my favorite books. Um, it's been a while since I've read it, but that'd be a great book for people to read now, before, you know, getting ready for the movie to come out.
0: I love that. I read it a long time ago, but I do remember seeing the movies coming out, so that's pretty cool. Maybe absolutely. that will be my next read again because yeah. I've been thinking about what what would be my next book. Um, and I love that you said six pages because it's not like we have to read for hours. I actually do try the same thing. I try to read in the night right before bed, but I'm so tired that I usually only make it about six pages max. Yeah. So at least I know I'm getting a benefit still, so that's great. Yeah,
1: <laughs> absolutely. Okay, so the next one, I only have two more lifestyle things to share. And one of them is laughter. I call it vitamin L. And one minute of anger um, can suppress your immune system for six hours. And one minute of laughter can boost your immune system for 24 hours. So it increases your natural killer cells. It lowers your adrenaline, which is your stress hormone. And it increases your endorphins, which is your feel-good hormone. So, you know, getting some laughter into your day is, is a great way to go. Um, one comedian that I just love, um, his name is Brian Reagan. You can find him on YouTube. And he's got um, a bit that's it's called, it's a one-hour thing, and it's called, I. Um, what is it? I Walked on the Moon. And I just find that to be hilarious anytime I've seen it. And so that's a place to start if you want. But just remember that, you know, laughter is good medicine. That's in Proverbs, too. And so working some laughter into our life is is a good way for it to help our immune systems as well. And the last one is vitamin H. And we do a lot of this at our house. Um, Sometimes we just say, oh, I need some vitamin H, meaning we need some hugs. And... This also was studied, there's a 2014 study, that participants that were infected with a cold virus and those with greater perceived support and more frequent hugs had less severe illness signs. So there is some science behind it if you want to look at it that way, but I think it's just a really good way to end the conversation that we're having to say, you know, we need community, we need people in our lives, we need relationships and loneliness is also you know running rampant right now and and that's not good for our immune systems either so we need to get back to you know the way God created us and we're we are relational beings and we need each other and we need touch and hugs to be well just as much as anything else
0: yeah we do and it's so funny because at the start of the shutdown and whatnot when they were like, don't touch people, don't hug and all that stuff. I've never been a hugger. I actually am just kind of, you know, I don't know why, but I'm just not a hugger. I'll hug. If someone is a hugger, I'll hug. You know, it's, but yeah. as soon as they told me I couldn't, I was <laughs> like, oh you watch me. I'm gonna be a hugger. I'm a hugger. Yes.
1: Well there you we were go. doing yourself good. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just needed to build my immune system. So that's what I started doing, right?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Oh,
0: that's so good. And it's so true though. It's in this time we so need community. We need to have that physical presence with each other and the physical touch and just really to become a tribe and a community again, you know, and really reunite as like that because that's God built us for community for relationship.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: Mm, So good. Oh, so many things, so many things. And I could talk to you forever. um, because all this stuff is so good. Um, one thing I would love to know if you could give my listeners one piece of advice about where to get started, because there's so many, so many places we could go. What would be the first, first step? What would you think would be the most important?
1: (sighs) Wow. It's hard to choose just one, but I always go back to diet. I think, you know, we eat three times a day. And so that's going to be something that, you know, you're going to be doing for the rest of your life. Kind of supplements can come and go and we can have different habits when it comes to lifestyle things that we're focusing on at different times, but we're always going to be eating and drinking water. So I would say, you know, really work on trying to improve your diet. Um, where start wherever you're at, and just keep moving. You know, I it, everything grows from a seed to something bigger, and it's the same thing when we're making changes. We just take the next step, keep taking those steps, and if you know, you're moving in the right direction. You're going to be moving in the right direction in health too. It's health is a continuum. You're either moving towards health, or you're moving towards illness, and you want to be always, you know, moving in that you know, we usually do take one step forward, two steps back, and it goes like that. But if you're continually focused on moving in the right direction, you will be.
0: Yeah, so true. And it's, um, I love that you said the food is the one thing that can stay a constant, like other things do change, we have to be flexible, but we don't have to be as flexible with the food, because that's that's always been and always will be kind of a thing. Um, And something I loved about when I took the wellness warrior course, is that it was, I think it was six weeks long. Is that correct? Yes. So, and you took us on this journey where it was like a daily, it wasn't all at once. If you started with certain things, we started with the food and we started, you know, and, and built on it so that by the end of the six weeks, we had created some habits and maybe we didn't create them all yet, but we created some and could kind of continue from there. And I really loved that concept where it's not like throw it all out, you know, do it all at once. Cause you're going to quit eventually. Right. And so it was the create a habit and then create another one and just continue to do that and kind of habit stack in a way. Um, Mm -hmm. So I loved that about your course. I know that right now it has a wait list um, because you don't have it open at the moment. But if anybody is interested in taking it or getting more details, I will leave a link in the show notes for you so you can get on the wait list and she can let you know, Connie will let you know when it opens again for enrollment because I really, really enjoyed it. I loved the interaction of it and the community that we built with it as well. And then also, you have a download that is really pertaining to uh, all the different things we talked about today and the ways to build immune system. And so, if you're interested in having a cute little PDF that gives a lot of the good information to build that immune system and to really create that healthy lifestyle for you, we'll leave a link for that as well. But if listeners want to connect with you, where's the best place for them to find you, Connie? Uh,
1: They can go to square root wellness dot com, or you can find me on Facebook um, at square root wellness. And I also have a a private Facebook group that anyone can join if you're interested. And um, I'm sure you'll have a link to that too, down below, but.
0: Yeah, I will link to all the goodies uh, in the show notes and also keep an eye out for paste and see podcast which is coming soon it might be out by now but otherwise it's going to be out shortly and uh, Connie is going to take you on a journey of wellness in both all mind body and soul so I'm excited for it I know I'll be tuning in and I hope you do too Connie thank you so much for joining me today this has been a pleasure
1: thank you Gabe pleasure to be here
0: thank you so much for joining me today I had a great time and I hope you did too Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your gifting, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.